This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Inna alhamdulillahi nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa nasta'hadi wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyiyati a'malina man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiya lah وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed all praise and thanks due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We praise him, we thank him, we seek his guidance I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. And that I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam is his final messenger. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran is very explicit and very clear about how al-bashariyya or mankind and womankind, how they are to be judged and how they are to be looked at and how or what is the true competition between ourselves and that who ranks above another with regards to ourselves that our ranking is not based upon any worldly level whether it is to do with fame shuhra to do with wealth to do with the status or your lineage that all of these on Yawm Al-Qiyamah will not serve any purpose or any benefit to that individual. But rather from an Islamic perspective, what will serve to benefit us when, you, when we all stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are your deeds, your actions. That the one who prays in As-Saf Al-Awwal, who prays in the first row in the masjid, has a greater status, a greater reward than the one who comes late and prays at the back. That the one who is quicker to give charity, the one or from the believers who believed before the conquering of Mecca, their status is higher amongst the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. That if a person who participated in the battle of Badr was given a title of a Badri, a person who participated in that battle, as opposed to others who did not, who embraced Islam later. But all of this is based upon what? The fact that you participated in the battle, striving and say, sacrificing for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, being in the first row, offering your salah at an earlier time than others and so on. khayrat, As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us. To be quick and hasten to that what is good. That your ranking or our ranking... The best of us is the one who, is, who has the most fear, 
the most conscious or the most consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the most taqwa. Inna akaramakum indallahi atqaakum. The most honored in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who has most taqwa. That these worldly gifts or worldly positions and whatever is accumulated will come and it will go. But from an Islamic perspective, 100%, most certainly, regardless of who you are, where you have come from, your tribe, your nationality, your color, all of these things, Islam came to erase because this is what was used before to distinguish between the people. Whether it was the Arabs in the times of Al-Jahiliyyah, that certain tribes had a status over others, or whether it was maybe from Ahlul Kitab, نَحْنُ شَعْبُ اللَّهِ الْمُخْتَارُ We are chosen people of Allah, ala za'mihim as they claim, or that they would in their practice, because they were never told, and they don't have solutions, that they may have their scripture in one hand and food in another. That Islam, alhamdulillah, never, teaches, never taught us this. We have a real-life example for the solutions of mankind. So the ills and vices that exist in societies, in all their forms and shapes, judging people by what they wear or how they look, Islam came to remove that. Because this will bring about diseases within the heart. This will bring about an unhealthy competition between people where the strong consume the weak. However, our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, in his teachings in Khutbatul Wada' in the final sermon that he gave in the Hajj, he sallallahu alayhi wasallam gave a universal message about the status of people. That there is no standing or ranking of an Arab over a non-Arab or non-Arab over an Arab, over the black, over the white, over the red, and so on. That the best of you is the one who has the most taqwa. But you find societies who have these problems, racism, being unfair to women, oppression, and so on. Because these societies don't have any guidance in these matters, they have to artificially manufacture certain quote-unquote norms to force people to accept certain customs or beliefs. But because you're not internalizing this belief, this for example, eradicating racism. You're not telling the people to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a non-Muslim society for that, for that matter, that you should remember where you all came from. If you see two people arguing over race, for example, as, as a Muslim, you can quite easily tell them, Ittaqillah. Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with such a statement that the best of you is the one who has the most taqwa. So we have something, alhamdulillah, which internally guides us to that what is correct. And other societies don't have that. So they bring about artificially manufactured, as I mentioned, norms and social customs for people that don't be racist. And it comes from above, don't be racist. But, but why? 
in a society that doesn't have this guidance, why shouldn't I be? Or if a person has that sickness in their heart, the person is questioning, why shouldn't I judge people if I have this within myself? Because there are no solutions in these other ways or other systems. So we feel blessed that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us the measurement in how that we should understand our rank amongst ourselves. And that is not by what we wear or how we look, but how we prepare ourselves and how we deal with Rabbul Alameen. And it is by these understandings that a society can be corrected. And for this reason, we need to be examples for other ways of life, people that we live amongst. So as Muslims, we are at the forefront. We are the leaders in such matters. Where there is no such thing, at least there shouldn't be, things like racism. Judging people by the color of their skin. Or because of the nationality or where they came from. Or what's happening in their country that they should be, for whatever reason, looked down upon. We remind ourselves that the best of you are those who have the most taqwa. And we ask Allah ta'ala to increase us in taqwa. Ameen. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum min kulli dhan fastaghfiruh. Innahu huwa al-ghafurur rahim. Bismillah walhamdulillah. All praise belongs to Allah And may the peace and blessings of Allah ta'ala be upon his final messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam So the verse that I mentioned to you in Surah Al-Hujarat The most honored in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Is the one who has the most taqwa This is the theory, this is the command that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us. But we also have the actions of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi in how he would teach the Sahaba, choosing specific Sahaba because of the, because of the skill set that they had, regardless of where they came from. Abdullah ibn Zayd radiallahu anhu, Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu anhu, they had a dream about the adhan, they came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam relayed that dream to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam about what to say regarding the call of prayer. That they were discussing whether it should be a bell or a horn and whatnot. And as we know that the dream, the good dream is a portion of revelation, divinely inspired. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to the one who had the dream, and maybe it comes to your mind, the one who had the dream, the one who's memorized the dream, you have the blessing and the bounty to make the adhan. But the Prophet ﷺ said, teach Bilal the words that you heard in your dream. Bilal radiallahu ta'ala anhu, who was an individual at his time, was part of, in terms of society, the lowest of the low, who had no value, who was a slave during his time. And heard about Islam, accepted Islam without any thinking or having doubts about it. In a pure state of fitrah. But the Prophet ﷺ chose Bilal. So the first adhan to be heard was a person at that time who was a non-Arab. A person who was originally from Habasha. And the first adhan upon returning to Mecca 
on the conquest of Mecca, when the Prophet ﷺ returned to Mecca, freeing it from shirk and whatnot, the Prophet ﷺ ordered Bilal to make the adhan, the first adhan to be heard in this manner, again by Bilal radiallahu ta'ala anhu. So we have a living example of how the Prophet sallallahu would teach the Sahaba that regardless of where you come from, it doesn't matter. It has no value. But what has value is that you have the skill set, you have the ability that you are the right person to do that job. And that the Prophet on how many occasions would choose various companions whose origin was maybe non-Arab, that he, alayhi sallam, would not choose people from even from his own family. But this is how we should be as also. This is the living example or the lived example that we need to follow so that we can prosper and that we can flourish as a community. And after, and this is one portion of course, one part of rectifying our internal parts of our society, if we have this mentality, then you will find Allah will make things easier for us and bless us in the endeavors that we are all searching and trying to achieve. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to clean and rid our hearts of anything that may cause rancor, hatred between our brothers, between our sisters, based upon something from where they have come from, which Islam came to outlaw, to remove. And that the mahabba, that the love that should be between us is based upon brotherhood, loving them for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And remember that you will never taste sweetness, true sweetness of faith, until you love for your brother what you love for yourself. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us all, to protect our families and to guide us to the straight path. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala ali Muhammad kama sallaita ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid. Allahumma a'izz al-islam wa al-muslimin. Allahumma a'izz al-islam wa al-muslimin. Allahumma aghfir lana dhunubana ya rabbal alameen. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fi al-akhirati hasana wa qina adhab al-nar wa qumu ila saratikum yurhamakum Allah. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.